In this episode, we look at idealization, false prophets, and the kind of psychology of self-worth that falls behind these two things, as well as little things like imposter syndrome. So if you yourself feel like you've struggled with self-worth issues, um, or you've been in a position where you've idolized someone and put them on a pedestal, and wondered why or are still going through some of those motions then make sure you tune into this episode as we also go into some of the little mindset shifts you can take and the little things you can do to help reverse or deprogram this particular program welcome it's your host the meditation coach Mambia. And today I'm with a very, very special guest, my brother Charlie, and I'm going to let him introduce himself in a moment. But I just wanted to say that one thing I love about my brother over here is the way he articulates and the way he explains things, because from that, I I realize that he's someone who actually really understands what he's doing, because there's one, you can be a master at something, but to be able to teach is another skill set. And that's what I really appreciate about my brother over here. So, Charlie, please introduce yourself. Uh, thank you, man. Thank you. Very appreciate it. Yeah, it's good to be here. Thank you for having me. And um, I, uh, I'm really, I'm really honored to share this space with you. It's, it's been, it's been quite a while since we last connected. So, yeah, this is, this is going to be good. It's going to be fun. And I trust that we, this will be a conversation that's going to provide, you know, some, some value definitely to, to whoever's listening. So, um. Yeah, my, my name is Charlie and I don't know what it is that I can say who I am or what it is that I do because I'm still figuring that, that stuff out. Um, but I do many things. And one of the things that I do is I like to have conversations, right? I like to have conversations about real topics, things that are relatable, things that everybody, I would say, you know, can resonate with, things that everybody's going through. Yeah. Um, so I feel like having this conversation today with you is going to, Going to bring the value for for people to to hopefully resonate with and maybe even apply it themselves let's let's see yeah man, and i love the uh how you just tied off with honesty like hey i'm still figuring out and i'm doing these things because it perfectly ties into what we're talking about today and we're, we're gonna we're gonna be skimming over just roughly idolization um kind of false profits and the kind of psychology that you know makes one person idolize so I guess my first question, just to get into it, is what, what has your story been in general or what have you seen in general when it comes to idolization? Like, have you ever been in that position yourself? Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I've been in that position, I would say, in, in really like different periods and different times in my life, even when I was young. You know, I think when we when we first come into this experience, naturally, we're always going to have that idolization with the, with the, mo- yeah. with the mother, right? Yeah. That's the first experience that we have with, with the mum, and it's interesting when I look back and observe my relationships with my my relationship with my parents when I was super young. I was way more attached to my mum than I was my dad, yeah. right? <laughs> and I think I think I, yeah, right. I think a lot of people have that. Uh, as I grew up, naturally, that that became more that you know the relationships matured, and I started to spend more time with my dad, and I started to understand my dad and, and understand the masculine presence in my life more and more and more. And in doing that, I appreciate it more. Um, but even so, even then, I still there's always going to be this connection to or idolization of the mother, um, because this that's where that's where we all come from, right? We all came from from our mother. So that was the first instance. Mm-hmm. And then, as I grew older, especially into my teenage years, I definitely suffered from a lot of. Uh, I was very self conscious. You know, I, I had a lot of things going on with myself in terms of. Uh, you know, not feeling good enough. You know, what yeah. is that when you go when you go through puberty and stuff like that? Yeah. Um, very self-conscious about like stuff on my skin and you know, growing up having spots and acne and all that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And then you you tend to well, I tend I you tend to kind of find that those kind of thoughts that you have about yourself, you you look at somebody else who say has has the skin that you want yeah. or has the hair that you want has the has the has the girl that you want and, yes. and whatever and then you start to even it can even be subtle 
Um, but you start to experience a little bit of that idolization and it may not even be the person themselves in this case sometimes it can just be something that the person has yeah right um but that does tend to lead to you maybe unknowingly idolizing that person as well yeah yeah, yeah. um so there's always been these different variants or these different degrees i don't even like to use the word variants now given what's going on in the world um, <laughs> but, but these these different like different degrees of idolization um it's it's funny how they manifest in the, the, the forms wow. that they come in but i feel that the more that i've learned to appreciate myself and and understand mm. myself and appreciate me for who i am the less mm. i'm 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 inclined to look outside of myself do you know what i mean yeah so that's 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 what i would say on that yeah wow to be honest you already blew my mind because i didn't think about that aspect of the idolization you're not even aware of because mm. i'm just thinking back like hey the amount of because for a long time in my period, um, when I'm growing up, a lot of my goals were based on what I was seeing outside, like basically idolization. Like th those weren't things that I genuinely wanted. Um, like, don't get me wrong, like the whole uh, the traveling and everything like that. Like that was kind of like I wanted to uh, work remotely, which I still want to do. But it wasn't a primary goal of mine. But for some reason, I kind of ignored myself and set that there because I'm like, oh, um, this is what I want. And then connecting that back to the worthiness aspect and what you said with the first idolization relationship with the mother because she's given that care she's given that love so it's almost like the idolization is like a form of you want to defeat that person or something to get that love and so that's a beautiful point so then let's break this down so like why, why is the psychology of someone as of the version of you that was idolizing like what other things were in there and is there anything like do you see how it's out playing out in your life yeah um i think i've always i'm i'm my own worst enemy right and i'm, I'm my biggest critic as well like yeah. if i if i don't do the things that i say to myself that i'm going to do then i go through periods of where i punish myself for that right mm. and i, I shouldn't but I do. And it's just a human thing. I'm sure many people go through this too. But I've always found it, it's, it's always been interesting for me on my on my path and on my journey of, of like healing and, and being able to cultivate that appreciation for myself. I've always realized that people have always seen the great things in me and I haven't really been able to see them in myself, mm, right? Yes, and, yes, yes. And, and it, it, it didn't really matter how many times that my family members or close friends would even pay me a compliment or or just tell me how they would appreciate me yeah it would it would always go one in, in one ear and out the other because it doesn't really like solidify and become a part of you unless you you really embody it so i've always found that it, the, the things that i want again going back to you know not being able to see these things within myself i would just naturally given that we are in an in a physical external experience i've always gone outside of myself to seek that right yeah, yeah, yeah. and then i would meet people in life and some even some of my close friends you know there would be things about my close friends where i'd be like wow it's just an appreciation of 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 people and uniqueness you know and, mm. and knowing that everybody is unique and everybody has their own their own uh, expression if you like this wasn't an awareness that i had when i was younger yeah i did i didn't have this level of awareness so when i was younger especially in like my school days there would be things about other people that i would like appreciate but then because I didn't have that awareness of knowing that this was this was their this was their uniqueness, right? Yeah. I Ooh. I looked at that as if yeah. as if uh it was something that I wanted. Yeah. Something yeah, that I yeah. wanted to. Oh my gosh, yeah. But but what but what I was failing to do is I was failing to <clears throat> like learn and appreciate my uniqueness. Yeah. And it's funny because uh my partner was literally having a conversation with me last night about how she when she was in a in school she was or college rather for years right her and her friend yeah. they were they, they were my Catherine was very jealous not jealous but very um in admiration of yeah what this girl had as a person right and then a couple of years later she met the same girl and the girl said oh, i just want to say to you that i was jealous of you all the way through college wow. and they're like what wow. i was jealous like i was jealous of you you were jealous of me 
Like, yeah, so there's, yeah, there's, yeah. As, do you know what I mean? That's just a prime example of like, as humans failing to recognize our our uniqueness, the the the, the gifts and the skills that we have, and and just this just our expression as a human being, which always comes natural to us because it comes from that unique place, failing to recognize that and appreciating that, we tend to look outside of ourselves. And this is yeah. this is the problem, that the, this is the real issue. If you're always gonna be looking outside of yourself for these things, you're gonna to fail to recognize it and, and realize that you do have, you know, you do have your own, uh, divine gift which is your unique individuality right yeah yeah uh, man this literally brings uh, again uh, another memory of mine which is uh shout out to my first meditation teacher shalom Akizadek. yeah shout out shalom man he's a great guy yeah great guy. when i was doing my meditation training with him um we had got to a point he was like okay man like you're done i've got nothing more to teach you and I, I just, like, even though he said that, and he said, like, the last three or four sessions, he says that, yo, you're good, you're good, you're good. It wasn't sinking in for me. And even coming to teach meditation, I took so long just to come and teach it because of what he said, failing to recognize my own uniqueness. And it blows my mind again, because it's one of those things where you see in others easier than you see in yourself. Because I, I remember growing up, I, was I started off with growing up all the time but I remember in university like there were people um doing my course uh, which was software engineering at the time and I I knew for a fact that you know they they didn't actually want to do it and I'm seeing all these talents and I'm like well do you even realize that your ability to do this I don't even know how you can even do it like you really should you know start putting more attention into this as well and um this actually kind of brings me into a topic that I'm going to actually do an episode about, which is uh, imposter syndrome. Yeah. And I guess I want to ask you: Have you have you been experiencing? Have you experienced imposter syndrome? What experiences have you had with that? Yeah, I go through it now. It's like, I I do it now. It's like, am I credible enough to even speak on these topics? Right? Am I credible enough to have these conversations or even teach? Or, or guide someone in, in on this specific uh you know in a specific subject what makes me credible i think i think that the credibility or just knowing that i'm worthy enough to to do certain things in life always comes back to me for me it's always about experience right yeah so mm. I'm, I'm not one that really likes to speak about much in, in if i haven't had the experience because it then i mean knowledge is knowledge yeah but obviously knowledge through experience becomes wisdom right yeah. so i always appreciate listening to other people that i've had the experience because it becomes a relatable um and, yes. I, and i'm the same too and i'm just it's, it's a practice you know I'm, I'm i'm reminding myself continuously that yes i am credible enough to speak on this subject yes i am worthy to, to teach this and I, you always you can you can always kind of tap into to that even more by the feedback that you get from people um, in terms mm, of who it is yeah, that you're share, yeah. you're speaking to or who it is that you're sharing your wisdom with. Um, and just imposter syndrome is always going to be present, I think, for all of us, because, again, it goes back, it goes back to that self-worth, right? Yeah, yeah. Always goes back to self-worth. Um, if you if you look at the people who are, you know, some of the some of the great talkers, some of the great thinkers, some of the great leaders, and I'm talking like uniquely, right, mm. the, the unique people that do that, they they really do it with such conviction and mm. such like empowerment that you know it's coming from a place where they they really do they really do, they really have been able to like center in their self-worth that is so ah oh, that is such a major point because there's i literally um so basically what i'm gonna say is that we block so much abundance just due due to this self-worth and this imposter syndrome because in the coaching uh, program i'm in right now literally there's people that well let's say the founders of this coaching program charges like 100k to work for the person uh, in a year and essentially he even says himself there's not really much difference between what a person who's charging like a hundred dollars per session versus someone who's charging 100k per session except for the fact they've owned their worth 
because you you there's there's all it's pretty much the same thing that you're teaching again and again and even with the ability to speak on a topic it's like the lessons the same you just learn it at a deeper degree every time you make that cycle around and um what i found funny actually is um again with the credibility is that okay i'm i'm a meditate like i meditate i do all this meditation i'm you know i look after my house i've been in this game however my mom does none of that but when she speaks from my heart when i when i when i'm in that in that mode that i need some advice and she speaks from the heart i'm like there was it's like there's almost no point of me doing any of that because the the wisdom she starts speaking from her heart just completely is like where did that come from yeah so again it's just and i um i feel this brings us to slides us into the other piece of this topic which is um the false prophet aspect because hmm. a dangerous thing i feel is especially when you uh with the self worth um aspect and imposter syndrome and idolization is when you start idolizing um someone who you know not not saying they're a good or bad person but they you you kind of put them on a pedestal to where you think they they know jesus, it jesus they know, they, there you go <laughs> jesus yeah 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 jesus christ complex yeah that's it that's it yeah exactly but to where it's like oh it's like almost like they know it better than they know what's better for me than i do kind of thing yeah yeah i i don't think that the 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 like the societal structures and the internet and stuff like that today really does aid or or help us in any way when it comes to um self-worth you know instagram as an example mm. um you know i just want to reiterate the to like you know everybody that they have to remember that instagram is fake and and i've had a, i've had many experiences especially over the last two years with um meeting people that present themselves in a particular way because that is possible with the internet it gives people the opportunity to do that um a different kind of imposter syndrome that they're, they're just now an imposter rather yes. than actually having the having the syndrome yeah. um so you know bear in mind that on the internet people can present themselves in any way that they can so even though we do see these people that say are oh, you know they do come across as empowered right as mm-hmm. as 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 such we, we kind of look at them as wow they're doing what it is that i want to do but i don't have that self-worth or i don't feel confident enough confident enough to do what it is that they're doing we have to remember that these people are just people too right yeah. and a lot of these people that do present themselves in a particular way online i've had the pleasure of meeting them i say pleasure i've had the pleasure of meeting <laughs> these people over the last two years a good number of them and not everything is what how not everything is how it was portrayed to be right um so just people you know people need to be mindful of that i think in terms of like you know yeah. ba- base in the in terms of idolization a lot of it does come from internet figures now specifically right um and i feel again everybody can pre- present themselves in any way that they any way that they can mm-hmm. but i think that we're always looking for someone we're always looking for something right whatever it is it's it's someone or something usually it's someone to save us yeah <laughs> right save us yes. or guide us teach us help us you know give us give me something to to work with um and and sometimes that can that can lead to you meeting someone amazing in your life like a mentor or a teacher or a guide mm. don't get me wrong but there are there are many of them out there mm. but unfortunately it can lead you to you know being under the illusion of somebody who isn't necessarily who they say they are right whether yeah. that be like a guru or or again a teacher or a guide a spiritual teacher specifically in the spiritual and you know spiritual yeah, conscious that, yeah. <laughs> communities too um but we just have to be careful and we the problem is with pedal stools is right when you put someone on a pedal stool when you're putting them up here you're putting yourself down here mm. so you're actually no longer meeting them on a on a kind of like level like playing field in terms of like where you're coming from psychologically because what you're doing psychologically is when you're putting someone above here you're actually putting them as an authority right not maybe not a physical authority but you're doing it as a as a psychological authority and yeah. even that itself actually is more detrimental than Ooh. than the physical aspect yeah because when you're doing it psychologically we as we both know everything 
everything like everything is is yeah. here right you you live from here so yeah um i'll go back to you but i just wanted to to touch on the yeah. internet internet thing because that's, that's and um well see this is this is so interesting because this was um this is also why it took so long to even come out and teach meditation because i'm doing all this work and i'm like but i've still got these things but whereas i'm on instagram and it's like these guys have no problem i'm like why is it that how is it so effortless for them while, while i'm putting in so much work but still i'm not i don't feel like i'm where they were portray, portraying themselves mm. um i <laughs> i just remembered another funny thing which was i remember uh again, again back in uni basically like i my secondary school was all boys uh six home was the first time i i had i got to say hello to a girl that, that was the same age as me <laughs> so in community i remember i just remember just uh looking online like you know for the confidence aspect and some guy was just like remember you know girls take dumps too and i'm like yeah that's a good way to to level the platform never to play for you yeah, I, I, went to, to... <laughs> I went to an all-boys school too, man. My secondary <laughs> school was all-boys. It was chaos. It was carnage. Fights every day. And and you you would have thought that the in terms of like, you know, young boys, young teenage boys growing up, you would have thought that if if it would have been a little bit more mild in terms of like the egos and the competition and stuff like that, because there weren't any girls around, it was even yeah. worse. Bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was even worse. I don't know how that how that even came around, but I had the same I had the same experience as you with um with going to a secondary school and then we had like we had like school discos every few months where you got to meet the girls yes. from, from from the all girls school and then you'd have, you'd, you'd have like that you'd have like that cuz internet wasn't as big then you had like MSN and stuff but even then it was it was yes. still like bef- before you really got a hold of that so you had like this one opportunity this one chance to like get your girl at the disco and then you have like conversations about yeah we're gonna get this yeah yeah so oh my gosh yeah. i feel you man i remember in, yeah. i was in choir as well and this one time um we were singing and uh there was other schools there and it was just all girls school and oh my gosh it's just that it's, i just remember the whole ego thing i was, I was just like you know you know when you're just like um trying to make jokes with your friend just to kind of like <laughs> big yourself up i was just doing a bunch of that oh my memories <laughs> Yeah, I mean, what? Why? Why is it that we, you know, whatever age that you're at, there's always going to be that degree of of, um, you know, idolization, right? And then obviously with it coming back to self worth, and I think that you go through different periods of your life where the self worth is is at a higher degree, and then at a lesser degree. At a higher degree for me now, like I have a lot of self worth. Definitely, mm. I've really learned to appreciate myself. But I feel that, especially when you're when you're going through puberty, right, and you're going through those teenage years. The, the self-worth diminishes and I'm not, I'm not sure why that is that is something to explore mm. most definitely but you we find that you know you'll find that a lot of what goes on then can end up being the wounds that you then carry on in in your later life right and some of the wounds that you end up revisiting usually happen around those periods of of, of yeah. your life so um yeah it's interesting to know uh, there isn't there isn't much support or much like awareness or, or teachings for for younger people um i think when they're going through those period those periods of their life but even now you know you've got people that are in their 50s their 60s yeah. that still struggle with self-worth right so how do we how do we cultivate that um i mean for me i don't think there's one answer to be honest yeah, with you. Yeah, i think yeah. it, i think it's a progressive answer a progressive journey um but i think that the more that we can direct the more that we can direct our awareness back to ourselves, then, you know, the, the more that we're going to be able to, to cultivate that. And I think especially now with this, the great reset and the great yeah. awakening and all of this stuff, and, you know, people are becoming, you know, we'll just, we'll just tell it how it is, right? People are becoming aware of the fact that their government is lying to them yeah. just to, to some, to some degree, you know, to some degree. <laughs> um, and I think that, you know, people are calling that an awakening, but the, <laughs> that's, not an awake- <laughs> that's not an awakening in my my opinion right this is this is i want to talk about this because yeah this this, this, go, this goes back to imposters and and um you know fake fake uh fake gurus teachers whatever you want to call it but becoming becoming aware that your government is lying to you 
that's not that's not uh, right sorry to burst your bubble that's not that's not anything new right <laughs> that's nothing new and that is just an awareness okay however let me say that that awareness is something that is very very powerful mm. in itself right because awareness is everything you can't awareness is the first step to change you can't change anything unless you're aware of it so mm. that awareness is is something so like has has so much potential only if you direct it back to yourself okay yeah it has to be directed back to yourself otherwise you're going to direct it outside of yourself again and it's going to be directed towards people that you're going to be looking for to guide you to teach you to help you on on this path that you're on because a lot of these times we have these realizations that we don't know how to make sense of them ourselves so we look outside of ourselves for the sense to be made for us yeah. whether that, whether that be for a book but usually it's for a teacher for a guide yeah right so these are just other ways i think more relatable now in this moment in time for anybody that is going through these things it you know they are becoming aware of the fact that yeah not everything is what it seems that that may be that that may even again that that awareness may be a catalyst for something greater yes um, but you're only going to be able to allow that to unfold for you in that in that sense of being being great if you direct that awareness back to yourself right yeah. so you know i think that there's always that saying of there is a difference between the message and the messenger mm. um the yeah. message is what the message is what we're really what we're really after but we get attached and we get emotionally involved with the messenger even though it can be someone that we've never even met before mm. right but because yes. we've listened to because we've listened to 50 or 60 youtube videos we now think that we know these people mm, yes you don't yes, yes, yes. you don't know this person you know you know what they have decided to present it's 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 really that simple so you know focus on the message of course but at the same time if the message is coming from someone who isn't necessarily who they say they are then you have to be mindful of the message itself as well to some degree right yes so then you know they say real recognize real so yeah. what so then uh, what other aspects of um would you say what other aspects of a a trustworthy messenger like what are the other aspects of someone that you could trust to deliver you a message what, what are the things that you notice like okay this quality is usually among those that are about the message rather than the ego yeah maybe maybe don't even look for things right maybe just observe because mm. you learn you learn way more by just observing than you do looking for things usually if you look for something you're going to find it whether that be good whether that be bad mm. right yeah. um i i have this thing of where i use myself as a as an example to a degree where you know if, if there's someone that um if there's someone that i'm looking to right and I'm looking to this person as a mentor or as a guide. I, I, uh, I just, I, I think with with people, it's always important to take your time with people, yeah. um, and allow people to present themselves to you in a way where you're not kind of like that. It, it's easy for people when they present themselves to fit into a category or or a, or a checklist that people may actually have unknowingly. So. Yeah. You know, people look for the path, the you know, the guy that has all of his shit together, right? Yeah. The guy that is articulate, or the woman that is articulate. Yeah. You know, the guy that says the right thing, says certain words. It's, there's all of these like there's, yeah. there's this checklist of them. When when we come across those people, like oh, I'm going to subscribe to them, or I'm going to follow them, I'm going to do their course and stuff like that. I think it's difficult to to be able to perceive someone initially that straight away so mm. you may you may sometimes find yourself and, and there's nothing wrong with that right that you may sometimes find yourself in spaces watching youtube videos where you don't necessarily have an idea of of this person initially but i think that you have to trust your intuition first and foremost your yeah. intuition is not your intuition is not always going to be right but i think your intuition is one of the most powerful um, again one of the most powerful traits or qualities that you can actually cultivate for yourself again yeah. because your intuition will guide you to where you need to be and sometimes you need to actually meet these people and have these and and be let down by these people mm. because it's a lesson mm. right it's a lesson 
I've I've been through it and you've been through it, right? Idolizing people, idolizing people who then later down the line aren't who they who aren't who they said they were, yeah. aren't who they present themselves to be. But it also is a lesson for you to not do that to yourself as well, right? Because we again, when it comes to a lack of self worth, we can actually use that as an excuse to present ourselves to the world where we pretend that everything's great. We pretend that everything's good. We pretend that we've got our shit together when really and truth, truthfully, we don't. So yeah. I think I think vulnerability is is a is a is something mm. to look for. Yes. You know, there is no perfect person. Anybody that says they've 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 completed it or mastered it are talking out their ass. I think <laughs> you know, just just looking looking for not even looking for, but connecting with people who are really I I I have a really good eye and I, and, I, and I know when someone's real now. And I think that I've recently experienced another program of where people listen, let me just say this and I'll say it straight. Just because someone's not vegan and someone's not spiritual doesn't mean that they're a great person and you shouldn't connect with them. Right. Please let me rewind that, please. (laughs) I need you to say that one more time. (laughs) Yeah. Let me, let me say that fucking straight. Cause I'm sick. I'm getting sick of this now. Just because someone's not vegan and someone's not spiritual, whatever that means, spiritual, whatever that means, because that has been defined in so many different ways. Just because they're not those two things doesn't mean that they're not a great person. They're not a great human being. They're not someone that you should connect with. They're not someone that you should listen to. They're not someone that doesn't have something mm. valuable to provide to you, right? There's 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 value in every single human being, whether they're vegan or whether they're not, right? But the problem is now is that we're using these these labels. We're using these it, like these images of people as as a way to judge someone. Um, and I wanted to share that and say that because. There's a lot of division now, a lot of alienation of of specific people. Um, Charlie, I I got punched in the face earlier this year just for that message. Yeah, I I had kind of I had I basically had done that with my um, family, essentially not um, uh, like not taking their advice um, like seriously because I had I had this idolization of Oh, a person who gives good advice is this, is that, is this. And uh, the very people that I had those, um, that had those criteria were the ones that took me out. <laughs> and at the end of it, and that's, that, that's when it completely shattered the whole division. Like, I didn't even realize I had it. Like, it was just suddenly there at that moment. Mm. And boom, that completely shattered the way I'm looking like. If anyone's trying to give a spiritual message and they're trying to make a difference between a, a person who's walking out the street versus someone who's like for me meditates four hours a day like everyone's got a spirit like spiritual like any anyone can meditate you're not special because you do it and i feel like another aspect i look for or not i look for that i see is simplicity like when yes. someone's very simple with a message like Every like if you everyone's like whether someone's a spiritual or not they can understand your message and if you're not able to portray that way maybe that's reflecting something about you. For sure, yeah. The, you know, messages messages shouldn't be divisive, right? Messages should be some you know they should be in resonance, right? So I, I you know my my stuff's called the resonance and it's called the resonance for a reason because it isn't for a specific person. It's for whoever resonates with it, um, and I think that when it comes to <clears throat> when it comes to, i mean in terms of idealization as well you can actually even idealize an idea right it doesn't actually have to it doesn't have to be a person you can idealize an idea you can idealize an image um you know that could be an, an, an example of that of what i just mentioned would be like the when you, when you come into the relationship aspect of life right mm-hmm. you have this idealization of an of an image of who you think or who you hope your partner to be and then when you meet someone and they don't necessarily like live up to those expectations those those skewed and bizarre uh, expectations that you have then you you then project from that space of whatever comes up for you because you've had you know again you're being let down expectations aren't being met and a lot of the idolizations that we have are unrealistic truth be told right 
yeah. and, and this is and this is again going back to the people mm. because expectations the expectations that we have as human beings are unrealistic when we place them into other people i think the best thing that you can do is have no expectations for anyone mm. right don't don't even have any expectations for yourself if they're too far-fetched if they're unrealistic and i mm. think that and i think that sometimes when we when we're not able to meet our own expectations and when we see other people potentially fulfilling those expectations that's again another uh, catalyst for our, for ourselves looking outside of ourselves right that i i'm struggling to do this specific thing but i can see that person is doing it so now i'm going to go and you know attach myself to them i want to know how they do it why they do it and this is where those false prophets they get people in right this is where this is, this is where they get people in because they they know that they've got something or they're portraying that they've got something that somebody else doesn't yeah and then all of a sudden people put this person on a pedal stool and i'm good. telling you I've met, I've met these people in real life and it's not it there is there is no one above you there is no one above you and and also be mindful of the words that we use right you can appreciate someone okay but there is a difference between appreciating and yeah. idolizing appreciating and worshiping right we we live through the words that we use so be mindful of of the words and, and the conversations that you're having with yourself up here if you catch yourself idolizing someone fall back and remember actually no i'm just going to appreciate them because yeah. then i'm not getting there's a difference between that because appreciating is not being attached right mm. so mm. yeah and like don't get it wrong like just because uh like i mentioned to the person listening that you know anyone for example with spirituality everyone's got spirit everyone can meditate that doesn't mean that we don't acknowledge someone who's put in the work like my current teacher he has over like 20k hours of meditation in the bank and they say you only need 10 out thousand hours to master something so he's mastered meditation more than twice he's not on a pedestal what i love about him is that any even if there's a twinge of me like whoa this person like he because he's just so normal it's almost impossible to idolize him and he's he, he just comes across like if you had walked like just talked to this person and run across him in the on the road you wouldn't even realize that hey, this person's got this in the bank so it's not about you know not acknowledging someone who's put in the work like yeah like a mentor and a guide isn't is a mentor and a guide is not someone above you like charlie mentioned yeah i mean you know spirituality isn't it's not spirituality isn't a meditation it's it's not a, it's not a book it's not a cacao ceremony either um it's 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 not any of these things it's not plant medicine right those those are just tools that can help you to maybe you know make, maybe make some adjustments or changes or whatever in your life but i, I think the experience is, itself is is more of a it's more of an inward you know internal experience you don't necessarily have to speak it or or uh, articulate it right it's it's something that you can actually go through very 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 uh successfully without actually being it you know without projecting it without turning it into a course without selling it without without <laughs> doing all of the without doing all of these things um so you know it's just i it's my view it's my it's my opinion at the end of the day but it is definitely rooted in some real some real truth um but i think i think it all it really does all come back to self-worth really and truly mm. the idolization thing right because we, we can what we can do is we can dig ourselves even just even just not even literally right but we can dig ourselves into a hole even just by verbally the way that we talk to to ourselves right oh i'm not very good at this oh i'm not good at that uh i don't i don't do well at that i don't i don't like that so then as we dig ourselves into those holes by doing that we then look for someone to pull us out of it right and it's a, it's a, it can be a cycle can literally be a cycle of where we do this to ourselves and then once we get pulled out of it we then go into the next thing where we dig ourselves into another hole and get pulled out of it and all of this stuff so again you just got you got to be careful but people the problem is when you put someone on the pedestal going back to what you just said bro right is that what i was saying uh, earlier is that that person you you if you observe you will observe that person is no longer going to meet you as a human right there you go. they're no they're no longer going to meet you 
in a way where you can actually just have a normal conversation with them. You're always going to, the only way that you're going to be able to meet them is how they want to be met, right? Not how you want to be met yeah, as, exactly. as, as, as a person, right? Not the image or, or whatever it is that they're, they're presenting or portraying, but as a person, right? And then because, and because we fall into that trap, we then fail to realize that, hold on, I don't even actually know this person. Yeah. I don't know this person. I don't know them as a person. What what do they eat? What do they like to eat? What you know? What's their favorite color? You know, what what are they? What are their hobbies? What do they actually do? How comes I've never seen them in real life? How comes they've never even actually wanted to meet me in real life? How how you know? How comes they've never just been vulnerable with me or, or you know shared something with me that people do tend to do as as a real human being? These are all the red flags you got to look for, right? Because they're they're almost like unaccessible. To a degree, yeah, yeah, yeah right. Yeah. And if someone's unaccessible, why are they unaccessible? What yeah. you know? Why why are they hiding themselves away? Anybody that exactly, anybody that I've worked with recently, if they phone me, I pick up the phone. Hey, how are you? What's going on? You know? Oh, okay, cool. You know? Yeah. And so on. you you can't do that with a lot of these people. Why is that? Because they're hiding. Exactly. Right? <laughs> because they're pre- they're presenting themselves, right? And once the presentation's done, once the curtains close, whatever it is they're doing is can be completely different from what you see, right? Like cat catfishing, almost catfishing comes. There we comes go. In, there we go. Comes, there we go. Cat, yeah, catfishing comes in different forms. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very and truly, it's an act. So, I feel that the more time that you spend, again, the more time that you spend cultivating your own whatever it is that you're trying to learn try and do it yourself just give it a go trust yourself like just try and give it a go and and even if it is something so simple as to like you you know in this case meditating right just do it without even listening to a youtube video do it without actually having any kind of influence externally and just see how you get on you might actually then be able to cultivate your own um your own uh practice intuitively and organically where you might have then something that nobody else is say teaching not that you have to go and teach it but it's something that's yours yeah right it's something that's your practice so that this goes into a a book that i've been reading recently jay krishnamurti freedom from the known Mm. an amazing book for breaking through programs and stuff like that he talks about how uh, thought is old um Mm. which is thought is always based on a past experience right So when we go into a new experience, we're always trying to define this new experience based on thought, which is an old experience. So how can a new experience ever be a new experience? It's always going to be an old experience, right? Yeah. So because we, we do this thing as humans, we're trying to define something or judge something as, as you know, basing it on old, uh, old thought forms or, or old constructs. So it's the same as when you're doing these practices. It's like, hold on, that's somebody else's practice. That's somebody else's way of doing something, right? And, and and again, this is where we, we end up with these false prophets. We end up with these fake gurus and these fake teachers because we haven't been able to like establish that or, or be able to realize that we can actually cultivate some of these experiences ourselves if we put the time in, like you said, if we put the work in and trust ourselves, you know? Mm. It's every, a, lot of the, a lot of the answers that we're seeking will come from us not not somebody else because the answers that they have are to their questions not to yours they may resonate a little bit and it may seem like that's the truth for you but it's not because that's their truth and there's different degrees of truth and this is again going into the whole truth rabbit hole but we won't do that because that is a rabbit <laughs> hole and yeah if i'm honest there's not there's never been one time in my life where i've learned a process or a program and i've followed it exactly it's always there's always been a tweet because how can someone who doesn't know you say it straight for you it's almost impossible so yeah so true and and this is this is what i do as a person right i i take what resonates and i discard the rest so back when i was in a state agency i was an estate agent for nine years and i worked with many great estate agents I I, i met so many cool people in that industry and there was always something about one of them that I thought, oh, I could definitely, mm. I could definitely add that to my, you know, my my arsenal, if you like. Yeah, yeah. I could definitely add that to to what I'm trying to cultivate for me. And then I realized that I I was a great estate agent 
in my own right and i ended up having the best of what i thought was the best of everyone else yeah yeah into into one into one practice right and then with my unique twist and spin on it which was me so it was authentic yeah and it was always coming from from that authentic place like i wasn't pretending to be them it was me but i was just using like some of their skills yeah. that i knew that i knew worked really really well so i feel like if you can apply this and take this like framework into everything but always remember to always remember to infuse your personality right your uniqueness put your own twist your own spin on it then it becomes yours and it becomes you so yeah man yeah that is uh man it's put uh the name resonance and the resonance podcast is as through this conversation is opened up like uh so much more the deeper meaning to it i just completely love it it's amazing and yeah, um man so then what okay so i guess we just leave anyone with a message that you feel from your heart from this conversation um you know with regarding i guess well, whatever message do you, what message do you want to leave for everyone just from your heart from this conversation yeah i think you know with everything that's going on right now in the world um you know a lot of a lot of doom and gloom i'd say that not everything is doom and gloom first and foremost not everything is doom and gloom <laughs> it's definitely not doom and gloom turn your t- turn your phone off turn your tv off and you'll realize it's not doom and gloom <laughs> but i think that the more and just from my experience right because again it has to come from my experience the more that i've learned to just like appreciate myself by not judging myself first and foremost if you're always judging yourself you're always going to be in that cycle of you know not again not feeling worthy right and i think it has to start with you but also start to again going back to what we were saying before this started right in terms of like the investment aspect just start to be mindful of what what it is that you do every day how you spend your time the people around you right because the the company that you keep is so important and especially Mm -hmm. in this time right Mm -hmm. community is going to be massive moving forward Mm -hmm. massive right huge ever everything's going to be revolved around community so you want to make sure that you're going to be not only you want to make sure that you're going to be in the right communities right you want to put yourself around the right people people that make you smarter people that empower you people that you know really uh compliment you people that not even just verbally compliment you but people that compliment you by you just being in their presence mm. right and and so on um and i think that now moving forward is such a good time to get into yourself the the people and the tools outside of yourself are always going to be there they're always going to be there there is no there is no like extinction if you like they're always going to be there so spend more time with yourself spend time appreciating the little things that you may not even find appreciation in but other people do so you know even even ask someone that's close to you what's your favorite thing about me like you know what do you what do you what do you like about me and if they say and whatever it is that they say if it's something that makes you feel a little bit awkward or a little bit like mm-hmm. oh oh really then actually explore that like like go and explore it within yourself and be like oh yeah yeah, I am. You know, that is that is that that is right about me. I, I do do that. I am kind to people, um, and so on. I think you know. I just want to say to people, appreciate yourself because at the end of the day, you are the value. It's you who is the value, right? Like individual, unique individuality is the biggest gift that we all have. It's 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 everything. It's, it's the only thing that we do have. Um, and exploring that and learning to appreciate the gift that you do have, which is you you then start to see the value in yourself and in doing that you then start to rely on others and false prophets and fake gurus and teachers less right and in doing that you learn to cultivate again that 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 understanding that knowing that intuition of yourself and when you when you the more you cultivate that you're not going to be fooled by anyone trust me mm, that's it that's it that's beautiful what about um, you, brother? You gotta give the people a message. Well, I'm just gonna sum it up in in a sentence, which is All there's right, no brother. there's no hole without you. And every now and then I'll actually drop that message in some way or form. Is that hey, like this wholeness, this unity is only a unity because of your special piece. And like you said, that gift, man, that gift, like you don't realize how like there's some people where I'm just like, bro, I don't know how you do this, but this is amazing. 
and they just do it like it's nothing. Effortless. Yeah, and just tap into that. Yeah. And yeah, so man, um, where can people find you and what are you up to? Because you're up to some interesting things. Can't, can't find me anywhere, bro. I'm hiding. <laughs> I'm, I'm joking. I'm not hiding. I, you can find me on uh, Instagram at uh, Charlie Sellens, my full name, which is Charlie and then S-E-L-L-E-N-S. Um, all of my links to whatever it is that I've got going on is there. I've been very slow, very patient with, with my work and what it is that I'm doing. Um, but I am coming into a period now with content that I've been creating that will begin to be released. So um, yeah, my, my focus and my thing at the moment is investing uh, cryptocurrency, but more investing. Um, so a lot of my work is revolved around that. I have a podcast too, which is called The Resonance. And if anybody just wants to connect with me, because I am real, I am a real person. You can message me. I'll message you back. You're more, you're more than welcome to. So, yeah. Beautiful, beautiful. Ah, uh, thank you so much for coming on. There's definitely going to be a part two, man. I yeah, really we got another, this combo. We got another one to do based on what we had a conversation about before. Before, yeah, that was a whole sure. podcast on itself. That was epic. That was epic. So. Thank you, man. Thanks for having me. Appreciate you, man. You're a great guy. Um, anybody that does want to learn meditation from someone who's real, then man, vision, man, trust me, take my word for it. He is a real dude. Um, and he is about being genuine and authentic and always bringing everything back to you. And this is when you know someone's a good teacher, when someone's worth being guided from or being taught from is when they always bring everything back to you and give you the skills and the tools that you need to not actually be dependent on that teacher or guide, right? Those are the best. Those are the best teachers and guides. Thank you, brother. And for whoever's watching, wishing you a beautiful day as always. Mambia signing out. I trust this episode served you well. If you in particular are going through self-worth issues in any way, uh, which is manifesting in your life, could be in your business where, like me, you were hesitant in the industry you were being in or charging your worth, in your work, you know, you wanted to ask for that high level job, but you're not sure if you were even worthy of it. And even like in your relationships, you know, a lot of these dynamics play a lot in relationships where you may not feel like you're deserving of having your needs met, whether that's from your friend or your partner. So you fail to express it. If any of these are affecting you in your life, then I invite you to come book a clarity call with me. This is just a free consult where we get to look at where you're at, where you want to be and uh, what we can do to help you get there. And if we're a good fit, we can work together. As always, with love, wishing you a beautiful day. Man, we are signing out.